0: So the heavyweight division, the UFC, currently has the incumbent heavyweight champion, formerly the undisputed heavyweight champion, as of last weekend. We have the interim heavyweight champion, as of last weekend. We have uh, a contender who has defended the heavyweight title more times than anybody else in the history of the heavyweight division in the UFC. And we have a contender who is widely regarded as the greatest of all time. And I find this quite interesting, so I wanted to talk about it before I do. My name is Rahul J Tan. This is the Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. Please do subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Um, so, look, you don't get any points for guessing the four fighters that I was just describing. But for the benefit of those that are slightly confused, let me just name them for you. So, we got Francis Ngannou, the incumbent heavyweight champion I'm not really quite sure what you call the guy that's the actual champion uh, now that we have an interim champion who is obviously Cyril Garne we've got Steve who is the most successful champion in the history of the division and then we've got John Jones arguably the greatest of all time although he's never actually fought in the division um, I find the landscape of the heavyweight division in the UFC quite interesting and I find the dynamics between the the four fighters that I've just spoken about uh quite interesting so i wanted to talk about this a little bit so it's a bit difficult to kind of to kind of discuss four different fighters because there's so many different connotations and so many different fights that could potentially happen um so bear with me while i kind of muddle through this but um if you cast your minds back to a year ago right the landscape of the heavyweight division was same same but different let me explain we had uh stipe who was the champion We had Francis Ngannou, who believed that he should be the number one contender. We had John Jones, that had proudly announced that he's moving up to the heavyweight division. And he's in pursuit of greatness. And with that, he wants to be paid great money. He wants to be paid like Deontay Wilder is paid for fighting in the heavyweight division uh, in boxing. And we had Daniel Cormier, uh, the fourth man in the equation. Um, and obviously, Stepan Miocic beat Daniel Cormier in August of 2020, which kind of cleared things up a little bit. But the dynamic between these three fighters were quite similar back then, because, like I said, Francis Ngannou believed he should be number one contender, and he had a bee in his bonnet about the fact that Jon Jones might leapfrog Francis Ngannou for a shot at the heavyweight at the heavyweight title. We had Stepan Miocic, who was disgruntled because. He didn't really want to fight daniel cormier for a third time because he would have much rather have faced john jones because he believed he'd earn more money facing john jones and john jones just believed he deserved more money full stop so he just never booked a fight and he still hasn't to this day to this day speaking of Deontay wilder and now if we look at the heavyweight division uh the same three guys um still seem to be disgruntled with the UFC their relationship with the UFC currently isn't where you'd want it to be uh if you <laughs> if you want to fight on a regular basis and earn the kind of money that you think you deserve um and the fact that Cyril Garn has kind of slipped in through the back door and won this interim title is testament to that so i don't really want to discuss Cyril Garne too much in this video because i feel like he's kind of lucked out and this time last year i don't feel like he thought he was anywhere near uh, in contention for a shot at the title and in a matter of three or four fights he's managed to achieve that albeit an interim title so let's start with the incumbent formerly the undisputed champion Francis Ngannou because obviously um, I've made videos, I've made a couple of videos around the time when they announced the fact that Cyril Gane and, and Derek Lewis were fighting for this interim title. I've spoken about kind of public exchanges that um, Francis Ngannou has had uh, with regards to fighter pay and his agent or manager or whatever the guy was who was commenting on Instagram posts has had with Dana White. And Francis Ngannou finds himself in a position um, where it felt like he has, for a while, been angling for a John Jones fight. That's the fight that he wanted. Um, and it feels like also that's the fight that Stipe Miocic wanted when he was champion, right? And he's now in this position where it's basically Cyril Garn. Like, the, 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 there's no other fight that can be made uh, to solidify a heavyweight champion apart from a Francis Ngannou against Cyril Garn bout. Or is there? Because this interim heavyweight title that's just been let's face it, right? They 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 put they put this title fight together for the benefit of for the benefit of um of the event, right? They wanted to sell seats, they wanted to sell tickets, they wanted people to be in attendance for that event over the weekend. It wasn't for the integrity of the division, and I don't really feel like it was to bolster pay per view sales. I don't feel like that was the main driver for putting this title fight together. And in the spirit of boxing, there are many occasions where interim champions are crowned, and the incumbent or the the regular champion, or I don't know what the actual terminology is for someone that's in Francis and Garner's position. Um, they don't often have to fight this interim champion right away. And they could fight a, in boxing terminology, a mandatory. And I don't feel, I mean, if, if, if the UFC can throw this arbitrary interim championship together, if they're able to strike up a deal with Francis Ngannou and John Jones for a heavyweight title fight, then I, I personally don't really see what's stopping them. Do you know what I mean? Because what was the logic behind having this interim title fight in the first place? I feel like that's the fight that John Jones, sorry that's the fight that Francis Ngannou wants and um, I feel like that's the fight that John Jones wants and maybe for slightly different reasons but I'll touch on that a little bit later on in the video. Um, Dana White was there kind of trying to sell us all a dream about how what a great story these guys used to train together And um, Francis Ngannou left that camp, and he became the heavyweight champion after moving, training, uh, after moving um, coaches, etc. Moving to the states, and Cyril Gagne was there watching Francis Ngannou leave, and he's been built up, and he is now uh, a viable challenger for Francis Ngannou. And don't get me wrong, yeah, in a vacuum, that is a very good story. But I tell you what, the best stories in combat sport are ones where there is genuine intrigue around two fighters that are pit against each other to compete and when there is actual animosity between two fighters that are equally matched right now i'm not saying that there's animosity between francis and and john jones but there has been words that they've um swapped over the last few months uh, there's been public call outs on both sides over the last few months and For me personally, we were in a position where we had a very, 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 very dominant heavyweight um, because he he knocked out three or four fighters on his road back to challenging for the heavyweight title um, against Dipei Mjocic in March of this year. And we've got the most dominant champion um, in the light heavyweight division history, I'm assuming, because it's John Jones. So you've got um, a competitive... Uh, rivalry there and you've got a bit of a personal rivalry between the two and you've got um, enough of a resume behind both of these fighters and enough of a profile behind both of these fighters for them to come out and compete in a fight that you can say yeah that's the bad guy that's the baddest man on the planet now I'm not saying Cyril Gahn isn't good enough to beat both of these guys I'm not saying Cyril Gahn doesn't have a claim to stake in 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 those conversations but i just feel like um he just hasn't like he's he's had what a handful of fights 10 fights in his career or something like that he just hasn't got the experience and the resume and just the profile to say this is the guy do you know what i mean and i feel especially under the circumstances in which he got this title shot it kind of doesn't really do him personally many favours in terms of being in these conversations for a heavyweight title. Moving on to John Jones, like I said, he's a bit been a bit of a black cloud over the division because he it feels a bit like he's the money fighter. He's the guy that that, that both Francis and Stipe wanted to fight uh, this time last year. Um <sighs> I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how far away his valuation is from what the UFC are willing to pay him. I don't know how much leverage he has. I don't know how much of um, a difference having, uh, what is his name again? How can I forget his name? I can see his face. Richard Schaefer. I don't know how much a difference having Richard Schaefer advise him is going to have in terms of getting John Jones back in the octagon. But it but Dana White and the UFC have called his bluff. He said he's made that statement. Um, I, I I'm not fighting until twenty twenty two. And that's what every time Dana White's asked about John Jones and where he fits in this picture of the heavyweight division, that's the answer you get. Or he said he's not fighting until twenty twenty two, so we'll worry about that then. But from his perspective, um as I was kind of touching on earlier from a Francis Ngannou point of view um, if he is to have an agreement or come to an agreement with the UFC for Francis Ngannou to fight John Jones for the heavyweight title with with it's almost like when in boxing you give a fighter step aside money here you go mate have that uh, in this case it would be Cyril Garden, hold on to that let these two fight and you get the winner and I feel like that's best case scenario for Francis Ngannou that's best case scenario for John Jones and for me as a fan that would be best case scenario and I'll explain to you why. I'm not convinced that Francis Ngannou beats Cyril Gard at this stage and I'm even less convinced that John Jones beats Cyril Gard. Now there's two ways of looking at this right, so you look at it from a competitive standpoint and you say look just let them fight each other and may the best man win right? But at the same time, there's a reason why certain fights do better commercially than others, because combat sports is a, a combat sports is a um, a place where you need a backstory, you need a driver, you need a motivation as a fan to 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 put in the time, effort, and energy to 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 pay for pay-per-views and to watch fights like i i kind of told you guys this weekend just gone i wasn't motivated to to speak about uh, an interim heavyweight title fight where the existing champion had just won the belt uh, a matter of months ago like it it didn't i didn't care but i would care about a, a francis and garner and john jones fight more so than i would care about a John Jones and Cyril Garn fight or a Francis Ngannou and Cyril Garn fight. Having said that, if Cyril Garne fought any of those two guys, I would be right there. I'd be watching it. I'd be making videos about it. I'd be thinking about it. I'd be excited for it. I'm just saying I'd be more excited to watch Francis Ngannou against John Jones. And like I said, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that John Jones... I feel like to what John Jones' strengths are, Cyril Garne might be the kryptonite. I've said it. I've said it. I feel like John Jones might have a better chance of beating Francis Ngannou than he does Cyril Ghosn. And I, I want to see Cyril Ghosn flourish in this heavyweight division. But at the same time, I don't want him to just beat people and then there's other fights that I wanted to see and those fights lose their shine aka Francis Ngannou against John Jones and this leaves us the last man in this conversation, Stipe Miocic. Now, Stipe Miocic has been quite vocal and public about his kind of views on how the UFC have kind of navigated through the heavyweight division and recently, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, um, there was a post that One FC posted on Instagram, or One Championship sorry. They said, who should Chatry sign to One Championship? Nominate yourself for a fighter you know via the link in our bio. And Stipe Miocic, uh commented under that post game with that emoji four times, not just once, four times. Although he done one and then there was a space and then he'd done three right next to each other. So he obviously accidentally pressed the, the space bar button, but that's by the by. And then someone commented something and the Stipe Miocic responded saying, I shouldn't have to wait for a winner. I have the most heavyweight title defences of all time. We're one on one, referring to himself and... And Francis Ngannou, but DC got instant rematches and trilogies against me. Question mark. And this brings us back to DC, who I started this video kind of talking to in terms of the dynamics of the heavyweight division. Like Steve Molychkov, I'm not saying that he's not justified in having this opinion. I'm not saying that um, he's not r- wrong. Like I- I'm not disagreeing with what he's saying. Um, but we're talking about the UFC here and when have they ever played fair? When have they ever played fair? Like, at what point do you think you stating things that may well be facts, although, you know, um, situations leading up to events might be different in terms of where you are now and where DC was then, but DC has always been the favorite. Do you know what I mean? He's always been the favorite. And Hay, I'm sorry to say, is a guy that the UFC for me anyway it feels like he's never been a guy that they've um been fully behind as their champion i feel like he won the belt and the ufc thought right this is a transitional champion and he wasn't you know he just never went away and um i don't feel like again it always boils down to leverage when it comes to these fighters negotiating or trying to get a better deal against the UFC and I don't feel like what he's doing currently gives him any leverage and I feel like the only way that he can he can position himself back in for a title shot is if he remains active and continues to fight and going back to this pretend scenario that I've just been describing about Francis Ngannou fighting John Jones for the heavyweight title with Cyril Garn stepping aside if Cyril Gon wants to remain active, a perfect opponent for him would be Stipe Miocic for the interim heavyweight title. And that way you get yourself kind of like a nice little four-man tournament. Um, I don't believe for a second that anything that I've just said is likely to happen. Um, but yeah, like I say, I just find the current situation we're in interesting, given how things have unfolded over... The last year, and I just wanted to share all of that with you guys. Um, I feel like I've kind of covered off everything I needed to cover off. There's so many different points that I made that I should have just written things down. I try to freestyle, freestyle, I try to freestyle, and I think I've covered everything. The only thing that I will say is I don't know if I mentioned about how Dana White, I think I did talk about Dana White saying, Oh, this is such a great story. Vince couldn't have written this in terms of the the backstory between Cyril gone and Francis, but I just feel like a better story is John Jones against Francis, that's a better story, that's a more compelling story because um, when it comes to stories in combat sports the best ones are the ones that make you put your money on the table because you want to watch the fight. And I don't know the backstory of Cyril Garn and Francis and Ngarn who once being training partners is strong enough in comparison to John Jones being the greatest light heavyweight of all time stepping up and Francis and Connoe being the scariest man on the planet and they're going to fight and we're going to see who is the baddest man in this world those are my thoughts and it's gone longer than I wanted it to so please do put your comments below let me know what you think about the things that I said give me your own views about the heavyweight division and let, you, let me know how you think things should be booked out over the next year um from kind of you know the remainder of this year and the first half of next year uh yeah just share your thoughts If you haven't already subscribed to the channel, like this video, share it with a friend. I think that's it. I think that's it. I'll catch you guys next time.